Hey, this is Liz. This is Heather. This week, we are going to talk about 27 things that meant you were growing up geek. All right, hit that music. Welcome back, Heather. Welcome back. Oh my gosh, I love recording. <laughs> it's been a long week. It's been a really long week. Yeah. And and we actually recorded shorter period of time. Normally we go seven days. Mm-hmm. We went six this time. I know. It's weird. It's like, what are we doing? So <laughs> Yep. No, I um I thought it would be fun to talk about something totally different. We've done quite a bit of like movies and books and entertainment and stuff lately. So let's go back to one of our articles that we find about geek and nerd life. This is a BuzzFeed article that I found. It's actually from 2014, but I still think, you know, the topics stand and that's fine. So this was 27 things only people who grew up nerdy understand. Okay. We will probably not cover all 27. Yeah, that does seem like a lot. It, it is. But again, that's the name of the article. If you are so inclined to go find it, you can look on our show notes page at nerdybitches.com. And it will be there for your viewing pleasure. So anyway, asking you just generally, do you feel like you grew up as a typical nerd or geek? Only in hindsight. I felt like everything was completely normal at the time. And then I looked back and I was like, no, no, those were not things that people that were not nerds do. (laughs) Yeah, I think I feel the same way. I don't think that I would have ever fully classified myself as a nerd at that age, I certainly wouldn't have wanted to have been known as a nerd. You know, I knew I was smart and I knew that I liked to read and blah, blah, blah. But that was, you know, now it's, it's much more of a trendy thing or it's much more of an acknowledged thing that nerdiness is cool or it's okay. Back then it really wasn't. And again, I think we were talking about a very different type of nerd that was brought to mind. So think like Revenge of the Nerds and the big thick glasses and the pocket protectors and that kind of stuff. And nobody wanted to be associated with that. But I but I'm with you. Like looking back, my interests were very nerdy. Obviously, you know, I wish that it would have been more acceptable to be that way or feel that way at that age, you know? Well, I think something about the fact that I don't feel like I was particularly nerdy says how much acceptance I had of who I was at the time. Because you think if it was something terrible, you wouldn't try and do it. You would hide it. But, you know, I didn't hide my love of Star Trek. And I didn't hide my joining the chess and magic club. (laughs) (laughs) I joined the astronomy club. But in my defense, that was 100% to get out of an algebra quiz that I didn't want to take. And that's when they were doing the club picture. So I literally just showed up and got into the club picture And then never went back again. Actually, I think I went to one meeting uh, after the fact because I felt guilty about it. Yeah, I knew somebody in my uh, class that tried to get in every picture that he could, even if he would go to the. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they used to do all of our like different club pictures in the middle of the school day. So again, oh, I got to go. I I actually was the vice president of the German club, though. So that made me pretty nerdy in itself. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, let's let's dive into this list a little bit, and I'm sure we'll talk more about our own stuff as we go along. Okay. So number one on this list is you had a crush on someone who had absolutely no idea who you were. 
I say that's fair. I don't recall that happening to me. Well, I will I will say I also have a very weird thing where I don't think anyone ever remembers who I am. I went to the same school for 12 years. <laughs> I went to the same school with the same people for 12 years. I did not go to any others. So there's no reason that anyone I went to school with shouldn't know who I was. But I just never felt memorable, I guess. And I'm finding out now, many years later, that people do remember me. But I, I blame this one girl who I went to school with forever. And we were like in the girls choir together, which is a pretty small group. It wasn't like it was a massive. There was like 20 people in there. It's, we've met. And I ran into her after or like during college. She had no idea who I was, even when I told her my name. And I'm like, maybe she had a head injury. I'm thinking that now. But I think at that time, it just fed into this, you know, like nobody knows who you are kind of complex. So I, I'm the opposite. So <laughs> everybody knows my name. No, so so Facebook comes around, and this you know. So how many years ago did Facebook start? Like ten, fifteen years ago? Yeah, something like that. So the first person to friend me, I went to high school with, but I didn't know her. Mm-hmm. I went, and then I saw that all of our mutual friends were people I went to high school with. I still cannot place this woman. <laughs> Yeah, I've had to pull up my yearbook a couple of times because yeah. whoever's added me is was so obscure or maybe they were only there for a year or two or they just they weren't like honestly anybody who was a 12 year senior, I will I remember them. They they've been there since the beginning. They know everything about you, all of your awkward stuff. That's just how it is. But some of the more transient people, less, I don't fully remember them. I looked so we had our reunion and so we all had a site and everybody was kind of updating with things about how they were and who they were do not remember anybody like not <laughs> i mean like three I, three core friends i recall one mm-hmm. person went to jail for trying to send anthrax to one of the um big big deals in the navy and i'm like oh okay do not remember him yeah, one of the guys in my German class uh, murdered somebody, so that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. We I mean, had not, to... not in German class, because that would be weird. It was after. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm like, I, I don't remember any of these people. I only remember, like, really, really close friends, and just everybody else is just gone from my memory bank. Yeah, maybe you had a hand injury. Who knows? I guess. I just, I felt <laughs> probably, really just bad. just probably wasn't that memorable. Yeah, but like I can tell because I sat next to people because, you know, our names were in alphabetical order. And I'm like, yeah, somebody said that I sat next to this person. Do not recall them. Yeah, I remember all the people that I had lockers next to just because we all had, you know, they were alphabetical. So it was the same like three guys who surrounded my locker from sixth grade to 12. So you just, you know, even like. You know, some of them were super popular or whatever. And it was like, I never felt, I mean, I knew everybody because I went to school there forever, but I did still didn't feel like popular. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I was. I have no idea. I did not feel like I felt it fell into that group. But obviously these guys I knew because they were within, you know, three inches of my body, like seven times a day for six years, seven years, whatever it is. So, um, yeah, so I think with this, I had a lot of crushes, but I don't think it was necessarily that I didn't think the person would know who I was, more so that we weren't running in the same circles. So, all right. 
Uh, let's see. Number two says, it's pretty fair bet you had a t-shirt with a math pun on it. I did not then, but I totally would now. Yeah, I don't think I had one at the math pun, but I definitely had some Star Trek shirts. <laughs> I had no fun slogan t-shirts. That just wasn't like, it's just not what my mom bought when she was out buying clothes. So now I have almost exclusively that. And when I try to find real clothes to wear somewhere, I'm like, hmm, is the Jurassic Park t-shirt too sarcastic or? <laughs> how sarcastic? Is it kind of adorable? <laughs> How, yeah. how how much sarcasm can I use for a job interview? Right. I was like, okay, if I wear this Darth Vader t-shirt with a jacket close, so you only see like the peak of his head popping out, would anyone notice? Like, I think I'm much more business con now, like conventions. <laughs> yeah. I can, I can rock that look really, really well. Going back to corporate life, not so much. I think I had to take you with me the last time I went back to work. <laughs> like, trust me. So. Uh, producer Craig has like con clothes, you mm -hmm. know, and it's it's so funny because I mean he has the t-shirts, but like when it's the con, then he has an open shirt on top of said t-shirt <laughs> or the jacket. He's got a yeah, blazer type thing. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, that's kind of what I did. I think I went with like a little half jacket, little partial jacket yep. just to cover my arms kind of thing. Plus, it gets a little chilly in there and, you know, give more structure to the basic T-shirt and shorts appearance. I think I wore a real shirt whenever I moderated for Chelsea Kane and Leah Meternig. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> an actual shirt that did not have a picture on it at all. So <laughs> it was hell. OK, uh. so, speaking of hell, number three is P.E. was your idea of hell? And I'm going to go yes on that. I agree. It was awful. I fucking hated it. So bad. So did yours get... So in junior high, ours was split. The boys were on one side and the girls were on another. Yep. Oh, ours had totally different gyms. We had different buildings for that. Yeah, we might have had different buildings. I I don't recall. Yeah. But um, so I... I was okay kind of in the PE class with just girls, but then mm -hmm. we got in the PE class with guys too in high school and I hated it so much so that I never went and I went to the uh, makeup class three times a week <laughs> and we, we, we did um, Russell Simmons uh, dance into the oldies, sweat into the oldies. Richard Simmons, not Russell Simmons. <laughs> I don't no, know. No, I would really like to see Russell Simmons dance. Into I don't the know oldies. who Russell Simmons is. Who's Russell Simmons then? <laughs> Russell Simmons was remarried to Kamora Lee. He's a hip hop. His brother is a Run DMC. Oh, okay. Rev Run. So anyway, yeah. Now I'd really like to see sweat into the oldies. Sweat into the oldies. Yeah. <laughs> I did watch a lot thing. of. I did do a lot of sweat into the oldies in those makeup classes just to That's avoid awesome. it. I, I wish we would have had that as an option. No, no. Ours was run. They brought in gymnastics equipment and made us walk a fucking balance beam. I'm like, really? You realize this is on a hard gym floor, right? Like, I'd really not like to be concussed at school. That sounds terrible. Yeah. You know, I, I always hated it. Like, when I was in high school, I found every activity that would qualify as a PE credit without having to actually take PE. I think I had to take PE my freshman year. My sophomore year, I was in um, drill training, which was like, you know, pre-dance squad kind of thing. And then uh, my junior and senior years, I was an athletic trainer 
for football, basketball, and soccer. So I would go to those, you know, I basically sat in a training room and wrapped people's ankles instead of uh, having to work out myself. So that Uh, was lovely. Yeah, my senior year had a, you could do a gold uh, gym membership Mm. and you just had to sign in that you were there and the coach was there. But he couldn't. He wasn't allowed to go into the ladies-only weight room, and so that's where everybody was. Well, that's where you would hide out for sure. Yep. No, ours was like wrapping ankles and folding towels. Like yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah, it worked for me. That was about as uh, active as I wanted to be. Okay. Um, uh, number four. This is how you reacted when your PE teacher announced you had a dancing unit. I don't really remember dancing units too much. Maybe in elementary school. I think we had to do square dancing. Oh, my God. I had to do so much dancing in elementary school. I learned the hustle. And <laughs> so now just to give you an idea of what my vice principal looked like, she looked like if Dolly Parton were really conservative, like so... <laughs> The same big old boobs, right? But Mm -hmm. covered all the way. And gigantic hair, okay? (laughs) And she's up there showing us how to dance to Little Little River Band and doing the hustle and all of these things. And I just remember I had fun, but it was just, it was comical. It was like... (laughs) Going back 30 years. Yeah, I would have loved having dancing units, though, because I I did. I like to dance. I was in a drill team starting in about the seventh, fifth or sixth grade and, you know, went all the way up through, you know, high school doing dance team and whatever. So that would have been awesome for me. My hell on earth was when they made us run a fucking mile. I'm like, listen, folks, I've got asthma. I've had asthma since I was a baby. I can't fucking run anywhere. I can walk a really good 15 minute mile, though. All right. So, yes, we are we are nerdy because mm-hmm, I a wrote bit. a letter to the editor on why we shouldn't have to run the mile and that <laughs> it was not a valid use of our PE time. And I still can't remember my argument. My argument was that it ne- I never got faster, so therefore it was completely useless. And That's right. um and it made the PE teacher write a rebuttal. It became a thing. <laughs> She's like, I have to do homework and I don't feel like dealing with you shithead. So you're going to go run a mile outside for no reason. I think that the idea was that, yeah, she was completely right. I just didn't want to fucking run a mile. It was very hard for me. I never could do it all the way. And yep. so therefore it it was just and it ruined the rest of your day. You went in there. Oh, you know, I'm energized. I'm young. I'm a teenager. And then, oh, yeah, run a mile. And then go back and sit next to all of your cowork, uh, your students, and not act like like your the that your life has not just been sucked out of you. <laughs> and it's like you could take a shower. Your you, shower doesn't take if you're that sweaty and gross. It doesn't. Well, here's I, the deal: you you walk in twelve and you walk out one hundred and four. Like it's just miserable. And like my junior high, we dressed out for gym. Like you had to go change into clothes. Nobody took a shower ever. Like, oh yeah, nobody took a shower. That didn't. That wasn't a thing. Maybe in high school, some people might have done that. That was not a thing where I was. Like the showers, they they used as storage compartments. (laughs) Like literally, no one ever used them. So you just go back to class, and you're if you're me, I don't sweat, so I just turn beet red or possibly purple. My hair, because it's Texas, starts to frizz out because I've been out in the humidity and hot and yuck. 
And now I have to go back to school smelling a little bit because, you know, deodorant will only take care of so much after you've been out in the 100 degree heat in the 100% humidity. Yeah. Yeah, it sucked. It just really, Suck really sucked. Teachers. That's kind of why the, the gym one, the Gold's gym one worked out better for me because then I could like weight lift or something where I wasn't oh, yeah. going to die. Um, I would have loved that. Cardio was not my friend back in the day. Mm-mm. Better now. But like even in college, you know, you had to have a certain number. At least I had to have a certain number of PE credits. Uh, two of the schools that I went to, I took um, aerobic walking and ballroom dancing. So that's okay. where my athleticism lies. Yep. All right. So number five here, this next one here is nothing made you happier than getting your hand on the Scholastic Book Fair pamphlet. Oh, I loved that pamphlet. I would circle things that I wanted to prepare. Yeah, I've bumped into them at my sister's house for my niece. And I'm like, I still want to order like 12 books off of here, even though they're little kid books. I didn't care. Yeah, I love love them because I bring them home and I would tell my parents the ones I wanted and they would say, okay, now whittle your list down. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're like, I want them all. They're like, you literally circled every book on here. Yes, I did. I can't help it. I still love the smell of a book there. Like, I know I could pick. That's the first thing I picture is the smell because ours was behind the stage in the auditorium. And (laughs) Like you went back there and you could just smell the freshly printed books because they were all just mm-hmm. pulled out of the boxes and put up in stacks. And it yeah, was pretty book, awesome. Books have just this interest. Like I was at Barnes and Noble the other day and just they just the smell, you know, you know, you're in a bookstore. Somebody could walk me blindfolded and with my ears plugged up and whatever into a bookstore and I could still tell you that's where I was. Yep. It's it's pretty evident. Although my Barnes and Noble smells a little bit like a Starbucks nowadays. Yeah, that that part I don't like. I try to stick in the side that isn't coffee smelling. Because oh no, I like it. Meh. I don't. I'm not a big not a big fan. I'd rather smell the books. But. All, All right. right. So the next the next one here, I am a hundred percent. This was a, this was me for sure. You read so much or you read so much, in fact, that your teacher gave you extra books to read at a higher reading level because you breeze through all of the ones at yours. <laughs> yeah. So I remember even as early as kindergarten, my you know, we had a reading list that had, to, you know, during the year, but they also would give out summer reading lists, I guess, to prepare you to go from one grade to the next. And there was always an incentive at the end, right? So if you finish the summer reading list, my kindergarten year, the teacher would take you out for ice cream. And Ah. I did. And apparently I was the only student to ever do it in the history of forever. So (laughs) I went and had ice cream at the Baskin and Robbins with my kindergarten teacher. And that for me was like the epitome of cool. I thought that was amazing. So I guess apparently I did grow up to be a giant nerd because I was always a giant nerd. You know, I, I, you're bringing up all of these memories and I did read a lot, but I read like through up to and, and in elementary school. But after that, I just got really lazy. I was Mm. lazy. I didn't do anything. (laughs) Yeah, it happens. Yeah. I remember in the summertime, I was I would just just sit around and do nothing, and my mom would finally give me some stupid task, like clean the walls. How do you clean walls? But I I got that task. 
because my she's like always making my niece clean baseboards. I was like, I don't remember cleaning a baseboard my entire life. Oh, I always up. had to clean. I still do. It mm. drives me nuts because it gets so much dust. Well, we have so much dog hair everywhere. It hardly makes a difference. So, yeah. All right. So here's some that didn't apply to me. I don't know if they were you. Uh, photos of you were unmistakable because of the sheer glint of braces and glasses. I, I did wear glasses, but I never wore braces. I had braces and not glasses. Hmm. Can you imagine me without glasses? I didn't notice until my like senior year or my junior year. I'm like, I can't read the board. And I was like, <laughs> why don't they write bigger? I was just all pissed off. They weren't writing yeah. big enough. And so, then, yeah. yeah. No, so in the sixth grade, I um, I actually faked and told my mom that I couldn't read the board in school because I wanted to go. I wanted glasses. I don't know why. I want, or I wanted to at least get my eyes my eyes examined. I don't know why that was interesting, um, but apparently I actually couldn't read the board. I just didn't know it until I got glasses and went, "Holy shit! There's leaves on those trees. Like, what the fuck?" <laughs> I know. I don't know that was, everyone I talked to, the first thing they noticed when they got glasses was individual leaves on trees. Yeah, I was. I noticed I could read the fucking board. Like, uh, yeah. it was actually my teacher that said, "I'm like, man, I gotta get closer. I can't read that." And she's or, or write bigger. And she comes over and she actually just hands me her glasses and says, "Just put those on real quick." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Holy crap! I can read the board." <laughs> yeah. So I thought I was faking my way to that, but apparently I was actually just blind. And I wore I wore glasses through junior high, but I don't think I wore them all the time. At least from pictures and stuff, I don't remember wearing them all the time. And then when I went into high school, I got contacts, so I wore contacts the whole time. And then when I went into college, I uh, I had a contact lens that looked like it had a bubble on it and I didn't really think too much about it and I stuck it in my eye but it wasn't a bubble it was a cut oh. like the there was a cut on the then it basically scratched my eye and uh, I was like fuck this I'll just wear glasses so <laughs> pretty much worn glasses ever since wow mm-hmm. yeah I used to, I did do contacts for a little while there was a whole big chunk of my life in which I just pretended I didn't need them mm-hmm. <laughs> tell I had to get my driver's license renewed and they're like no you need glasses yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. So to answer your question, I really have a hard time not seeing you with glasses on. So even I've seen pictures that you've done at cons, like Craig posted one the other day of you and Alex Kingston, and it just almost doesn't even look like you because you don't have the glasses on. So yeah, I think I'm probably the same way. I think people aren't used to seeing me without them either. So. Okay. So the next one also didn't really apply to me, but I know a lot of people it did. And I think my sister got stuck in this one. You spent at least one summer at an educational camp. My parents were too cheap to send us to camp. So we did not go to camp. I didn't go to camp. I went to church camp. Yeah. I went to church camp a couple of times as well. Not like for a whole summer or a month. I think it may have been, it was either a long weekend or maybe we were there an actual week. I don't don't remember by either. I remember... I remember paddle boats, horses, and bugs. And that's pretty much it. I remember singing. Camping would have been my hell on earth. I fucking hate yeah, camping. It, wasn't, it was not fun. No, no. Uh, p- parents made you watch PBS and you loved it. I watched a lot of PBS yeah. growing up. But that's, what, that's where the shows were. Like, I mean, we had cartoons and stuff that came on in the mornings and on Saturdays. But in the afternoon after school, 
there really wasn't a lot of cartoons at the time that I remember anyway. It was more like the tail end of soap operas and the beginning of the news. So I watched a lot of PBS because we had, you know, Mr. Rogers or we had uh, The Electric Company or 321 Contact. Look, those were all reading Rainbow even as I got older. Those were all shows that, that it was available, you know, but they're they're good shows. Like I'd still watch them. Some yeah. of them. I'd wa- and maybe even a little Bob Ross might have been on there. I, I loved him. Bob Ross. I told you that I got um, my coworkers onto Bob Ross, right? Oh, no. I was watching it the other day, and uh, my dad decided to start vacuuming at the time that I was watching it. I'm like, dude, half the point of watching Bob Ross is to listen to his soothing talk. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give a shit about what he's drawing in his happy little trees. I just like listening to him talk and talking about his rescue chipmunks or whatever it is, his squirrels or whatever that he does. That was, that was annoying, but Do you whatever. see my picture with the Bob Ross cosplayer at? Yes, I saw yes. several. I saw that one, but I also saw, like, I saw a little kid Bob Ross that was super cute. So there yeah, were a couple I of saw them. a picture of them together. He had a little squirrel, not a obviously not a living squirrel, but a little baby squirrel in his pocket. Mm-hmm. And then he actually kind of got me emotional because he was a big Bob Ross fan. And so mm-hmm. we were sitting there talking about how much he meant to us. And then we started to kind of tear up. And I'm like, all right, this is a con. We need to be happy. What's going <laughs> okay, on? Like, this is not okay. Stop talking about feelings. <laughs> no. I don't so. want to feel good. I, <laughs> I know. So the next one kind of goes along with the PBS thing. It said, you had a crush on Bill Nye, or at least thought he was the man. Yeah, Bill Nye was awesome. I still love Bill Nye. Have you seen the thing that he did the other day on Jimmy Fallon about global warming? No, I heard he had obscenities. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. He's like, fuck this, and like walks off. It's amazing. After setting a globe on fire with a blowtorch, it was amazing. You got to look it up. Oh, that I'll is pu- funny. I'll, I'll uh, link it in the show notes here because yeah. it'll be hysterical. Uh, you were a proud mathlete. We didn't have mathletes. Yeah, we didn't either. I mean, I was good at math. Yeah. But then when I took uh, geometry, I had a tough time with it. I remember I had a class with my cousin and it was just an algebra class. So and I was taking it and she goes, I don't understand how you could be getting an A in this class and I'm getting a C. And I'm like... Did you just call me a dipshit? I think you did. <laughs> it's still she's a very painful. A dipshit, but it's yeah. a it's a very painful, uh, very painful memory you brought up. There. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> our school had an ac- academic decathlon team, so like this was a it was pretty nerdy. I was not in the academic decathlon. I was never invited to be in that, and I never like tried to go out for it. But there was always a little bit of jealousy because, I mean, seriously, like to this day, there is a giant board on the outside of my high school that lists the years that the academic decathlon team, like one state. So we may, I mean, we don't even have that on our fucking football, you know, like, like yeah. you know, we're, we're smart and we know it. So, yeah, I remember I had a, a. I don't know. You know, those people that sit next to you like a, another student and we used to just shoot the shit a lot. And he mm-hmm. said he was just learning how to play golf. And then he found out that we had a golf team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, oh, I'm going to try out for the golf team. And then literally like 30 minutes later, uh, an announcement came over congratulating somebody for getting a hole in one during the tryouts. And he's like, holy shit, I'm not trying out for the golf team. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are really good. <laughs> right. You're like, this is not... Playtime. 
I didn't know any of the golf people ever. Like, I just did not know them because they were uh, in just a different world. That's how I felt about the cross-country runners. Like, and, we had, and quite a few people. Yeah. And I lived across the street from our high school. So we just used to see these kids running constantly. It's like Forrest fucking Gump. They're just running everywhere. I know. I just I just did not understand the draw to Mm-mm. it. I still don't. I don't. Yeah. Running or golf. I, I, had, don't, I don't get it. Yeah. So I had a friend, though, that she was as nerdy as I was, and we talked about Doctor Who. And uh, we actually went to a Monkees concert together. But she ran cross country for fun, she said. For fun. That's not fun. That is. Here's I know. The, it's ridiculous. I, I run, if chased, possibly by a clown with a knife. And I don't have to run fast. I only have to run faster than the next slowest person. That's, you know, is that Paul and I already have an agreement that if we're ever chased by velociraptors, he's just probably going to throw himself down. And if not, I'm going to trip him and just keep running while screaming, I love you. So (laughs) I don't have any desire to run. I watched a lot of horror movies as a teenager and running just seemed like a bad idea. All you ever did was twist your ankle like that motherfucker never runs. He just walks and he just waits for your shit to fall down. So just walk slightly faster. Yeah, you could do that forever. That's why uh, James Marster said said he'd always like to be the villain as opposed to the good guy. He's like, you know why? The villain never has to run. It's always the good guy running. Right. You know, they could have made him uh, Ted Bundy. He would have looked really good as Ted Bundy. Are we talking James Marsden or James I don't Marsters? know which one is which, to be honest. Marsters I'm talking about the Spike, one that you think least. is looked like the guy who from that thing. Not Spike. That's Marsden. Yeah. What a, whoever. That guy would be a good Ted Bundy. Yeah, yeah, he would be a good... He's just too old now. Meh. Who would he's, notice? Yeah, so James Marsden, good-looking dude, Cyclops, yep, right? Yep, That's who it is? Yeah. And James Marsters is Spike. Okay, yeah. Well, again, their names are so fucking similar, I can't keep them apart, so whatever. I, I know. So. It's very embarrassing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I'm terribly embarrassed. No. Okay, so no, I, no. <laughs> I, it was a I know. Uh, the next one here is you had pie memorized to forty places. I didn't. We had a pie memorization contest. Yeah, and I was out pretty quick. I think I had it memorized at one point up to ten. I did not go forty, though. I had a friend who, while drunk, like because apparently this was his version of a field sobriety test. Uh, could do about 40 places of pie. He would just go on forever. He could also fully sing the alphabet backwards and forwards. I was like, you, sir, are an 11th grade alcoholic. I'm just Yeah, he's preparing for a field sobriety (laughs) test. He was a drunk, for sure. That's Uh, funny. Yeah, so he's like, well, you were going places. So What what are some of your hobbies? I like to prepare for field sobriety (laughs) tests. (laughs) I like to see if I can drink an entire bottle of Robitussin and see if it actually feels like mushrooms. Spoilers, it does. So okay, I I was I was privy to that one. I did not, in fact, partake in that one, <laughs> but I did watch the after effect of this moron tripping balls off a bottle of fucking Robitussin. So I'm not gonna drink something that would make my puke stain. <laughs> I don't even like the taste of Robitussin for medicine. Why would I want to drink a whole bottle? That sounds awful. Yeah, I know. Oh, so here's one for you that would work. If you were lucky, you had at least one friend who was 100% on your nerd wavelength. Yeah. You had the one. I don't know that I did. Well, she was Mormon, though, so it kind of threw her off. (laughs) She had a a handicap. (laughs) 
And I mean that in a golfing stance and not yeah, anything else. So. Like I'd have to combine three or four friends to make like somebody on my exact same wavelength. <laughs> well, I think that's why you and I do so well on this podcast, because yeah. I feel like we're fairly nerd mm-hmm. simpatico here. Yeah, so. I agree. So see, if we'd been <laughs> friends in high school, we'd just be friends forever. I mean, exactly. not that we're not now. I've known you a lot longer than I knew a lot of people I went to school with. So fuck that. <laughs> I know. Well, as long as you're not Mormon. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I'm pretty sure they would kick me out. <laughs> it would be the yeah. worst Mormon ever. Yeah. Fun fact. I don't remember that girl's last name. Eh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> she, she's probably got 37 so, kids and three husbands. So <laughs> see how I said I don't. Uh, the op- yeah, I'm sure she does. Uh, see how I'm, how I'm the opposite. I don't remember people. Right. So. Yeah. I remember everyone except the randos who just showed up for like a year and are now friendly me. I'm like, who are you? Like, I don't like the name doesn't even spark recognition. I I have added this one person because I had 93 friends in common with her. I was like, well, clearly I must know this person. I'm a just total asshole that I don't know who it is. And so I started messaging some of my, my friends who I had in common. I was like, who is this person? I feel like an asshole that I don't know. They're like, I don't know. I only added them because we have so many people in common. I'm like, me too. And then it just turned out to be some random chick who was adding people from the same high school. It's like, what the fuck? Like, like catfish who are just collecting friends. Is, I don't even know. I, I always her. think that stuff like that is happening. Or I'll see somebody and they, they keep popping up and it's like, <gasps> you have 17 friends in common. And I'm like, I know all of these 17 people, mm-hmm. but I don't know this don't person. Know and then you. I'm like, if we run in the same circle so much, how come I don't know who you are? Yeah, that's when I know they're a fucking catfish. I'm like, I don't know who you are at all. And the, well, some the of ones them I had hate. their accounts for years. And I'm like, I still don't know who you are. Right. Yeah, <laughs> the ones that I hate are the ones, you know, just those random. I have no friends in common with you and your profile is not in English and you only have women on your profile yeah so yeah i'm gonna say decline so okay uh the only time you watched espn is when the spelling bee was on i used to also watch this the cheerleading ones because i thought those were cool yeah yes i love cheerleading comp- i don't love cheerleaders but i love cheerleading competitions i never watched them do cheering at my school but I would watch it on the competitions. Well, they if we were as good as the people at the competition, maybe I'd watch it. Right. Yeah. Those c- competitive cheerleaders are mm. awesome. And um, cool. Yeah. So I'm with you on that. Although my family, my family watched a lot of sports growing up. So I'm sure I did watch things on the ESPN uh, at, from time to time. Um, I mostly I mostly gained my hatred of sports when I was married to my ex-husband, who was completely and totally fucking fanatical about it. It just killed it. Because, I mean, again, I was an athletic trainer in high school. I was on the football field every fucking Friday night and some Thursdays and on away trips and on soccer field and at basketball games. So, like, I was not anti-sports until somebody just just sucked my will to live yeah, in general. I, so. Yeah, there was a lot <laughs> definitely of with ESPN the sports playing ball. in my house. And, 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 and golf. I don't know if golf was on a separate channel back then, but golf was always on. Oh, my God. It still is if I go visit my family. I think they had a PGA channel. They may still. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, I know they have a golf channel. They really should. Just uh, keep all that shit separate. They just over there. My family came to visit and we had to like do um, all of every all of our 
sightseeing and it had to go, uh, revolve around where the Masters was playing so we could watch it on television. Mm-hmm. Let's take a quick break and we're going to listen to some promos for some of our fellow podcasters and we will be right back. Hi, we're Eliza, Allison, and Carlin, and we're the hosts of Resolved Mysteries Podcast. Our podcast follows the 80s and 90s television show Unsolved Mysteries, hosted by Robert Stack. We have a love for true crime and the unsolved. If you don't remember Unsolved Mysteries, we forgive you, but you don't have to know to get into our show. If you like true crime stuff, ghost stuff, alien stuff, or just stories about weird shit like Bigfoot, this is your podcast. The stories we cover range from totally ridiculous to truly heartbreaking. We do detailed research on all of the segments that Unsolved Mysteries aired, then drink some wine and give you the latest updates on every case. We talk about stories that will leave you laughing, crying, and occasionally outraged. Resolve Mysteries podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your favorite pods. Join us and perhaps you may be able to help solve a mystery. Hey, Heather, so have you been listening to a lot of podcasts this week? I have because I'm getting paid for them. I know. I love it. I've listened to probably 12 to 20 hours of podcasting in the last week, and it's just insane that I'm racking up the coins on PodCoin while I'm doing it. It's given me an excuse to listen to them because I'm able to either gather my coins for charity or actually gather my coins for me. Yay. So you guys should check out PodCoin too. We really love it. It's increased our listenership. We are earning coins for doing so. It's available if you are Apple or Android. Super fun. And if you want to get 300 free coins, all you have to do is use our code, which is nerdy, N-E-R-D-Y. And you can get those free coins to get you started. All right. So keep on listening. Hey, everybody. This is Jason. And Jeff. And Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man. Or zombies or dragons or zombie dragons. I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. All right, what else we got? Okay, uh, you were quick to raise your hand in class. Yeah. I mean, just as quick as anybody else, yeah. Sometimes. I don't know. I I think there was a long time where I had sort of which is going to sound really funny now being as I grew up to be a professional trainer and am now a podcaster, I had a pretty severe fear of public speaking. Huh. So I really didn't want to have to get up and, and not that I couldn't do the problems or couldn't answer the questions. And sometimes I did want to, but I, I don't know. I was, I, I wasn't shy. I've never been shy, but for whatever reason, I just, I just didn't like it. I felt uncomfortable and exposed. So that's probably my nerdy side as well. Yeah, I, I can't think of any particular instance where I raise my hand more or less often. Yeah. <laughs> and the next one is, and you always did the extra credit. Now that one I did, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to do the extra credit. It makes up for a wrong answer. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think I always ended up with like, I think by uh, government and economics classes, I did one in night school and one in summer school to get them out of the way because they were required to graduate. I think I had 105 as an overall total in both classes. (laughs) Because I'm like, well, first of all, it's night school slash summer school. There are no distractions. Like, there's no reason for me not to understand what's going on. There's like eight other people here. (laughs) So 
But but honestly, in general, if there was an option for extra credit, I would take it because extra points. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Uh, you were basically the teacher's pet, except when they when you corrected their grammar. <laughs> it's probably it's... true. Yeah, I don't know if I was the teacher's pet. A few teachers, I think I was the teacher's pet on. And then a few teachers, I think that I made them angry. Mm. You know, going to school in Utah, like being teacher's pet, you could be dumb as a rock, but as long as you're Mormon. Mm. Yeah. So it does seem to be the overwhelming trend. Yeah. In fact, I I left a class. My biology teacher was saying some things that were absolutely incendiary and not based in science. Mm. And I, I left, I went to a different class. I went to, I dropped his class and took a different one. Wow. Yeah. I didn't have that option. Well, luckily they had another one, but another teacher and I made enough ah. of a stink. Yeah, so. Gotcha. Yeah. I could see doing that. I don't know. I think I probably was teacher's pet, but I think it also was my mom was friends with a lot of the oh, teachers. Yeah. Like she, was a teacher herself she you know so she just kind of knew these people so it's like while I felt like I probably was a teacher's pet in some instances it was not something I desired I just wanted to be left alone and not have every single movement I possibly could even think about making reported back to my mother yeah because that bitch would know everything before I even got home she was (laughs) not even make it across the street and she's already like I'm like fuck it never mind (laughs) I honest, honestly, I never got in trouble as a teenager. Like, really, really, very, very rarely did I ever do anything that would be noteworthy at all because my mom is terrifying. So, so like, yeah. <laughs> Generally, all of my stuff would have been grades related, and they weren't grades related because I didn't know it. And that's what really pissed them mm-hmm. off is that it was just because I didn't do the stuff. Uh, yeah, I get that. So. All right, the next one does not apply to me, probably doesn't apply to you, but I know it applies to Paul for sure. Opera Man is totally guilty of this one. You didn't know any songs from the top 40 because you listened to classical music. (laughs) Yeah. Now, Paul is a huge film music nut. Like, he loves film scores, not soundtracks, the scores. I mean, some soundtracks, but mostly the scores. So his knowledge growing up is, again, film music, classical music, because he is a classically trained singer, opera guy. And weirdly enough, heavy metal. (laughs) His twin brother was in a heavy metal band in high school and his older brother was into it as well. So very strange. We'll be sitting around doing something and he's like, is that Metallica? I'm like, it totally is Metallica. Good job. Yeah, I could totally see that with Fred. Mm -hmm. Well, Fred and Philip both. Apparently Philip, you know, Paul and Philip are identical twins. Uh, And but I guess in high school, junior high, high school, uh, Philip had like long hair, like long metal hair. I don't even know. So it's, mm, that's awesome. I can't even imagine. So, so, yeah. So, okay. So this kind of falls into my nerdiness. It, it wasn't classical music, Paul. It was, uh, for me, it was classic rock, mm-hmm. which at the time was about 30 years older than I was. Right. And that or heavy metal. And it wasn't heavy metal that you know, you may have turned on the radio and listened to. <laughs> no, it was heavy metal because my boyfriend was a drummer mm-hmm. and we'd go to these things. And it was just that um, loud yelling heavy metal where you can't understand the words they're saying. It's more like, you know, sc- uh, screaming. Yeah, I went to a lot of these. Like, I, I honestly remember there was a band when I was in high school. It's a local band. 
um, and it was called Death Culture Barbecue was the name of this band. And we followed them around. We just like in high school, we just go to these different clubs that they were playing in that we could, you know, if they were 18 and up or whatever, and we could actually get into them. We just follow. And the guy, the like lead of this band actually worked at the Great American Cookie Company at the mall. So <laughs> it's to see him so there weird. all the time. I know. So bizarre. And he had one of these like long ass uh, goatees, like super like down to his like think Jeff type, like just long ass beard, oh, yeah. uh-huh. really crazy. And I remember he had to actually wear a uh, hairnet over the beard <laughs> at yeah. the cookie company. <laughs> Ew. Yep. But yeah, so we we were big into that. I remember my uh, my rebellious stage. This is me being a total fucking dork. Uh, was my parents forced us to go on a graveyard hopping trip over Thanksgiving break, an entire week in the car with my family, driving around Louisiana and Mississippi looking at dead relatives' graves because reasons. And I was against this because I had a boyfriend and I had friends that I would have rather stayed home and hang out with because I was 17. And that's what you do. You don't want to ride around in a car with your parents and your siblings looking at dead people. So I basically I had the Metallica Black album on a cassette and a Walkman. And I must have listened to that thing 300 times just in a in a loop on and on and on and on the whole time. I don't think I ever got out of the car. I'm like, nope, not getting out. Nope, don't care. Nope, don't want to stand on grandma's grave. So that's funny. That was weird. Yeah. So I guess a lot of nerds liked um, heavy metal, huh? Yeah, maybe. I mean, just from our random sampling, we got three. Yeah. Yeah. Three of three. I still still do. I have such an eclectic taste in music, though. I also like classical. So yeah. So, okay. um, The next one is you bragged about all the honors classes you were in. I did not. I think bragged is a little hard. I think that's a little harsh. I was. I was. I was proud of my advanced classes that I was in because it meant I got extra points towards graduation. Yeah. Now, I um, I got really pissed off at my very first advanced class, my teacher, and they put me in it without my uh, asking me. And then I didn't uh. do very well. And I got really mad. Now, I didn't do very well because <laughs> I didn't do any of the work. But mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I still was mad. And so I stopped taking them. But I still graduated early. So I had all these extra credits, yeah. and, you know. So Yeah. See, my... Like I was, I started out in all advanced classes, like went all the way through junior high and I was supposed to have them all through high school. But when I got into the ninth grade, something had gotten jacked up with my paperwork and I ended up in a regular English class, like just straight old regular English, which I thought was weird. I'm like, I don't know that I belong here because all my peers that I've been in classes with for years are over here, but you know, okay, (laughs) whatever. And, you know, and honestly, some of these kids that were in this were like the ones who were two years older than you, but in the same grade because they were dumber than a box of rocks. So being in that class where it was basically like the teachers just trying to hold on and not murder somebody or in fact be murdered by somebody. Now I went to a really well-to-do preppy little school. So this is a really stupid fear. However, these were like the worst of the worst. And I got stuck in this English class with them for the first semester. It took it took like four months for them to get me transferred back to my regular English class. And everybody hated me in that class because I could read. And I did. And uh, I blew the curve. So they yeah. didn't like that. So I was very happy to, to be taken out of that class. Unfortunately, I spent the rest of my freshman year trying to catch up because the honors class had already moved so far ahead. 
Like, I was like, why are we reading Animal Farm again? We just read that in the seventh grade. They're like, what's Animal Farm? I'm like, oh, never mind. So. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. I think that, if anything, this particular podcast episode has just made me so happy I am not in school anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Mm -hmm. You know, people ask all the time, if you could go back and change something, would you? I was like, you know what? I wouldn't go back to junior high or high school to save for anything ever. That just sounds horrible. These were not the best times of my life. They were probably maybe not the worst, but they were not the best. That's for sure. Yeah, I know. I'm sure a lot of people peak in high school and maybe that is somewhere they'd like to be, but not for me. Yeah. So uh, the next one is when you watch Back to the Future, you related more to George than Marty. I don't think so. I don't think I related to any of them. No, not so much. I always thought Marty was just kind of spoiled and obnoxious. I didn't get the joke about Calvin Klein underwear for like <laughs> until, for another like 10 years. <laughs> You know what? I love going back and watching some of these movies. Like last week we did a Does It Hold Up with Don't Tell Mom the the babysitter's dead. And so we go back and we see all these things. And and I catch so much more now as an adult going back and seeing these things that I ever did as a kid. Like as a kid, I might have recognized that that was something, that there was something there, but I didn't get it. I wasn't in on the joke yet. Um, I'm trying to force the guys over at Home Video Hustle to watch the pirate movie, which is a uh, spoof musical of the Pirates of Penzance and all the other pirate genre type movies because it's hilarious and I think it'll be funny to listen to them talk about it uh but again in that that movie has so much sexual innuendo in it but again when you're watching it when you're seven you don't get it at all it's just really funny that the pirate king like squeaks his nuts which are a literal jewel sack like there's literally jewels on his codpiece it's kind of hilarious but then going back you're like oh hello (laughs) it's it's pretty funny. So. That's funny. Um, so Brent and PJ, get on listening to that because it's awesome. And I think you will laugh your asses off. So. Uh, okay. Okay. So here's here's a good one. You probably were really into something that the cool kids thought was lame. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think probably magic and D&D, things like that, totally fall into this category. Yeah. We had one really, really cool kid, though, that started a club called Train Watching is Grand. And he would just go look at trains. And you think that would disqualify him to be the nerdiest guy. (laughs) And he still did. I mean, he was still one of the more popular people in the school, maybe like number four or something. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. I wonder, wonder, like, if you were number four, like you were one of these just super popular kids. Did you realize that you were super popular? Was did it go to your head? Or were you just like the rest of us, you know, out there thinking that there was somebody else who was way popular than you were? I don't know. I'd say that, yeah, unless you were part of like the mean girls clique, you probably didn't know. Oh, God, all the mean girls are now like self-righteous Bible thumping moms that I'm like, you were a total fucking whore in high school. So I don't want to hear Ours all started out as self-righteous Bible thumping (laughs) um awful people so it's not it they just kind of actually you know a lot of them were very nice i'm sure but um (laughs) but you don't remember who they are so it doesn't matter i don't remember any of their names maybe that's who friended me on 
on the um on the Facebook the one time. Probably. But yeah, that was the thing is that's why I, I didn't fit in with a lot of people because there was like the Mormons and the non Mormons and so we were kind of the minority. Mm-hmm, so right. maybe of the non Mormons, maybe I was popular. I, I probably was not. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I I, I really didn't think that I was. I've had a lot of people come out of the woodworks over the last 10 years that I've been on Facebook who have added me. I'm like, you you know who I am? Like, what? You were way popular. Like, why, do you, why are you friends with me? And I've had several of them who've told me, they're like, you're so funny. I don't remember you being funny in high school. I was like, well, uh, I hadn't had a lot of fucking tragedy happen to me until <laughs> I was an adult. And tragedy somehow makes you funny. So. <laughs> in my opinion sure well you can go one of two ways when you when you have like weird crazy things happen to you so i don't know i choose to look at the funny okay let's see uh your parents tried to get you to fit in more but you weren't having it no no i don't think so i think my mom was a nerd she just didn't uh realize it yeah my parents were definitely nerdy i just honestly don't think they cared that much about what was going on in our yeah personal social lives like it wasn't like it is now where parents are all up their kids assholes all day long they're very much my parents were like you know be here mm-hmm. by dinner time i'm out you know like very very little yeah. interference otherwise which is good i mean it was fine we became self-sufficient people because of it so uh, on the rare occasion you did try to act cooler, it never came off quite as well as it did in your mind. I don't think so. Oh, that that was always the case. I am positive. <laughs> uh, you read the encyclopedia for fun. Yeah, I did that. But we, but you know what? But we had a set of them, and I read everything else. So, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I did. Well, and I would like look at the pictures and the. And the, oh, yeah. You know what? And here's the deal. Some, this is what we had to do research by when we were kids. We had a library. We had an Encyclopedia Britannica set that somebody probably bought off a salesman who showed up at the house to sell them. Nobody went to a bookstore and bought this shit. You had all 27 volumes or whatever it was because one of them had too many to have one book. And just, you know what I mean? Like, that's what you had. We all had these bookshelves full of this. There was no Wikipedia. There was no white papers out there for easy discovery. You had the the blurb on pygmies that was written in the encyclopedia to write a whole fucking yeah, essay and, on. Well, it was these encyclopedia sets were like an investment piece that your parents had to probably make mm-hmm. payments on because they oh, yeah. were so expensive. It was like you pay on them for years. I remember so. when my mom handed me a compact disc, or well, no, it was a CD of... Encarta Online. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't know. a compact disc? Well, I'm trying to like say it wasn't like music. It was like it was. Right. It was I'm still laughing. It was, the it was like the CD-ROM of Encarta Online, and she's like, "This is the encyclopedia." Yes. I'm like, shut up. The encyclopedia. It still know, was like a triple was like, uh, CD, thing, but nonetheless, I was like. But it was total witchcraft when that became a thing because it was like, what? I remember my parents having to – actually, honestly, I think because my ex and I moved in and lived at my dad's house for a bunch of years. And then when we sold the house, I'm pretty sure those encyclopedias were still yeah. there on a bookshelf it, upstairs. 
Like just like we just left them. We're like they just they go with the house. This is we are bequeathing this on to you. Yep. Old and outdated information. So. So yeah, we read them because it's what we had. When you run out yep, of books, yep. you got to read something. Come on, it's that or shampoo bottles. And <laughs> I read both. So. <laughs> uh, you almost certainly enjoyed looking up words in the dictionary too. Mm, I, I just remember having to carry around the gigantic dictionary and I think I enjoyed it. I don't remember looking up any particular words, but I remember enjoying having the dictionary with me at all times. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. We used to have them like that. It was just in the backpack, right? Like you just always had, Yeah, it was required for English class. Yeah. So we just always had it with, I don't us. remember yeah. ever really using it in English class, but we did have to have a dictionary I... and a thesaurus. So. I agree. I agree. I don't recall ever having to use Mm-mm. it. Okay. And then lastly, apparently we did make it through all, all 27. Right. Who knew? Okay. Uh, lastly, you knew that while growing up nerdy wasn't always easy, things would get better. Yeah, Bullshit. that was a lie. I didn't know that. That was a fucking lie. Maybe kids know that now because Lady Gaga has a campaign of it gets better. But you know what? Except mm. for sometimes doesn't nope. get better. How about that? They don't yeah. talk about that. Yeah, exactly. When, once you have to like, once you have bills and shit, things are a lot harder than they are when you have to worry about, you know, if you if you remembered your dictionary or not for English class. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If you guys want to hear us bitch about adulting, you can go back to episode 50, which is one of my favorites. Holy and, shit, uh, you have it memorized? Well, it was 50. I remember those things. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I remember 50 and I remember 100. Those are easy. But okay. the rest of them, less. But uh, but no, but I'm, I'm with you. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, you know, when I was a kid, I thought becoming an adult meant I could do whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, and no one could tell me otherwise. But you know, the reality is I do less now. I'm able to do less now. And I have way more people judging me now than I did when I was under 18. Yeah. All day long. Judge, judge, judge. Fuck off. Yeah. So. so, yeah, so that was the end of that article. It was a good little BuzzFeed article. I enjoyed yeah. it. And I think I'm, yeah, I, I, I can look back and say, mm-hmm, I was pretty nerdy, but I would say I would not have identified as a nerd at that age. Yeah. Openly. I wonder if I should uh, ask my Facebook friends if uh, I was a nerd in high school. I don't know if I want to hear the response. Like, I, I don't know if I'll be devastated if I wasn't or I'll be devastated if I was. You know, I think I had a, a flash one time thinking, God, I hope I wasn't ever a mean girl because that was the bane of my existence in high school was been in the mean girls. And not that I was ever really, again, I knew all of these people from kindergarten on up. So it's really hard to bully somebody who saw you with your bad braids and pigtails and shit. But I saw them do that to a lot of other people and put them into a category of people I did not want to associate with anymore because they were jerks. But I, I, you know, that's the one thing I didn't want to be. And I hope that I never was, was a mean girl to someone else. So if I was mean to you in high school and you listen to this podcast, please send me a note because I would love to apologize to you unless you are, in fact, a total douchebag. Sure. I don't apologize. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, fuck off. My sister says I I was a mean girl to her, but I think that she by far was a meaner girl to me, so... My sister would say that as well, although she and I are the best of friends now. We did not have a great relationship growing up. And it was my job as the older sister to appropriately punish her for all of her little sister brattiness because she was a brat. I love you, but you are a brat and you don't listen to the show. I think we're good. 
Although I taught her how to download a podcast on Podcoin the other night. So, hee <laughs> hee. Yeah. Hopefully she doesn't listen to the first one where you talked about her getting your dog high. Uh, yeah. That was last it week. It was last week. I didn't say she personally did it. You said she probably did it. Well, maybe. <laughs> I know for a fact her friends did. I can't say that she was the one directly blowing smoke in the dog's face, but... Yeah. I had some asshole at a party I in college that put vodka in my fish tank and killed my fish. Oh, that's not okay. I know. It wasn't okay. Did they think the fish would get drunk? Because that must have been what they thought. They must have thought that. I can't imagine somebody just being a total dick and trying to kill your fish. But this is probably just no. a stupid stoner type of a ridiculousness. I think so. It was only, you know, the, the, these weren't fancy fish. I mean, I was in college. They were the dollar or something fish. I don't fish, care. I it's still alive. Yeah, I well, know. I don't know. I, maybe not after that. I don't. I don't think bugs have a life, but I think fish do. So, yeah. Although when I kill a bug, I do somehow then go into my brain and say, "God, you know, his family's going to be like, where's George? He never came home. He went out for a pack of cigarettes and he didn't come back.' So maybe that's what happened to all of those deadbeat parents that just took off. <laughs> they actually got squished by somebody. Who thought they didn't exist? I don't know. All right. Well, that's not that's not normal. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> eh, that's all right. I'm sure uh, I'm not the only person who's ever had that thought. So, all right. So I have an internet quote for us. Okay. It's from Twitter. So it's at RefJK. Um, says just learned that a dentist a block away from here was arrested for dealing drugs. Shows how wrong you can be about people. I had been going to him for over 10 years and never knew he was a dentist. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. All right. Yeah. So uh, what do we got coming up on the horizon? Anything good? Well, I mean, are you ready to announce what September's uh, theme month is going to be? Or are you, gonna w- are you still waiting? Mm, I think I'm still waiting. All right. A little bit longer. We'll build up some anticipation. Yeah, okay. Uh, We are, though, interested in your thoughts, listeners, uh, on we want to get back into doing some more of our intro. You would have heard that a couple of weeks ago we replayed our intro to anime episode. We've done intro to cosplay. We've done a couple of different intro to, which are things that are outside of our realm of knowledge that, that we would like to know about that are geeky or nerdy, or just somebody's passionate fandom. And I put it out on Twitter to see what people want us to do. And for some reason, the uh, <laughs> the consensus is overwhelmingly that we should cover wrestling uh, and sports ball. And those were uh, direct quotes. So we'll see about that. But if you guys have some ideas on some sort of fandom that you're in that you've maybe never heard us talk about or things that we've said we don't really know that much about that you would like for us to learn about, then let us know. Just send us. An- hey, I can do I could do baseball. I mean, I know baseball. I wouldn't need an intro to it. I know all the sports ball. I don't like it, but I do know it. So sports ball is not and, really going to do it football. for me. Wrestling, I've seen my fair share of in my lifetime so i could probably talk extensively about that i'm not sure that it would be an actual uh intro to however it might be interesting to cover once just because it's so different from what we normally talk about Uh, but again if there's something out there that you think that we should have an intro to we've also done intro to dungeons and dragons we are working on doing an intro to comic books um 
we're working on getting some guests for that. So, but if you if you know something, let us know. You can hit us up on Twitter at Nerdy Bitches Pod. You can send it to us on Facebook. Just type in Nerdy Bitches. Or you can email us at contact us at nerdybitches.com and just give us your ideas. If we use one of them, we'll be more than happy to shout you out on the show. All right. I think that's all I got this week. All right. We'll see you guys next week. See ya. Want a chance to support the show? Want to get some awesome rewards and nerdy bitches swag? Then head over to our Patreon account at patreon.com slash nerdy bitches. From not your basic bitch to rock star bitch, we have a monthly plan to fit any budget. Your support allows us to really up our game and make sure the show stays awesome without bowing to corporate sponsorship. In addition to providing prizes, giveaways, and convention coverage, we will also donate 20% of all net profits each month to other independent podcasts. This allows us to help grow other indie shows that we believe in. So hit us up at patreon.com slash nerdy bitches and support your favorite bitches today. Music provided by www.bensound.com and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to say decline.